Hello and welcome to Founder Views. My name is Costa. I'm the co-founder at Web for Realty, a SaaS company that bootstrapped our business out of my parents' basement with no money and no experience into a fully remote company that has generated millions in revenue. In this podcast, I'll take you through my journey talking about business situations I'm currently going through, thinking about, or just find interesting. My hope is to share my experiences and help other entrepreneurs and business owners along the way. One thing I've learned while managing a growing company is that hiring the right people is not easy by any means. My hiring and interviewing process has evolved quite drastically over the years. Uh, I didn't realize it at the beginning, but I've learned that hiring is a true skill set that only gets better over time and with experience. In the last 12 months, uh, I've hired about six or seven team members, which is pretty significant for for a bootstrapped revenue finance company, in my opinion. Um, With each hire, I've tweaked and enhanced my hiring process, and I'm sure it will continue to get better and further fine-tuned, but I thought I'd share my hiring process into 10 steps. Number one, it sounds obvious enough, but write out your job post. I have job postings written out for every position in our company. Uh, it's important to review your existing job posting and make sure it's up to date. In a dynamic company like ours, job objectives and responsibilities are constantly evolving. Uh, so it's important your job posting is relevant and current. Uh, you should really take some time to think about your ideal candidate, the skills they should possess and their experience requirements. Your job post should be thorough, realistic and enticing enough that will get potential candidates excited. Number two. Post the job. As a remote company like Web for Realty, uh, we have the competitive edge and luxury of being able to source candidates from all over the globe. Um, we've had success job uh, posting jobs on sites like Upwork, Indeed, and most recently I tried out Remote.co, which is pretty good as well. Um, to get enough good quality candidates applying to your post, sometimes you have to pay these platforms for more views. As a lean, uh, bootstrapped company, I I never liked the idea of paying for these job postings, but what I've learned over the years is that the investment is totally worth it. And believe me, that's saying a lot for someone uh, who's all about stretching a dollar like I am. Number three, organize and vet qualified applicants. Once your applicants start rolling in, you should carefully go through them and start filtering the ones you want to engage with further. Uh, I suggest using an HR or recruiting platform or even a custom Excel sheet that can help organize your applicants and create notes. Uh, After speaking with dozens of candidates, it's easy to forget who is who and what was said and what stands out about certain candidates. Uh, That's why organization and documentation is very important. Number four, uh, make your initial contact. Uh, My first contact with applicants is always email. I like to exchange one or two emails with applicants to get a sense of their response time, communication style, and grammar. Uh, As a remote company, efficient communication is vital for success. Uh, These initial emails will also enable me to see who is taking initiative to learn more about the company and who's thoughtful and creative enough to stand out. Number five, scheduling the first uh, phone or Skype conversation. It's important to be as efficient as possible when scheduling phone calls, uh, which is why I use Calendly to schedule phone chats with qualified applicants. Uh, When calls are scheduled, it adds accountability with applicants and shows their promptness, commitment, and true desire for the role. Uh, These first conversations are pretty informal. Uh, My main objectives are to try and get to know the applicant's personality, their background, their intentions, and just try to imagine if they would be a good fit within our company culture. Number six, create a shortlist. 
after the first round of phone conversations, you should easily be able to create a short list of who your favorite applicants are. Uh, I like to wait about one week after speaking to applicants before following up. Uh, This week allows you to see who is taking further initiative and eagerness to follow up with you about the position. Number seven, second call with shortlisted applicants. Uh, Once the shortlist of applicants is finalized, I send send them out an email to book a follow-up call. Uh, The second call is usually the stage where the top applicants really shine. Uh, This is when you can see who has done further research about the company, who asks more in-depth questions about the role, and who is truly hungry for the position. Number eight, the third call with the department manager. At this stage, after a few emails, after a couple of lengthy phone chats, I've usually narrowed it down to two or three candidates at most. At this point, I then schedule a third call, but this time with the manager of the department we're hiring for. Uh, The department manager asks most of the questions during this call and quarterbacks the conversation. Uh, Since they're the ones that will be working closest with the candidate, I want the manager to try and feel out the candidate and get their first impression about them to see if it's uh, aligned with mine. And um, I'm glad to say that it almost always is. Number nine. Send a test or scenario to top candidates. Uh, Depending on the role we're hiring for, we then ask the top candidates to do a small task pertaining to their role. Uh, For example, if it's a support role, we give them some material to go through and then ask them some real-life support inquiries uh, and see how they tackle them. When you think your candidates are neck and neck and you're having a tough time deciding, the test results are usually always the determining factor. That's why I really think giving the candidates some scenario type tests is very, very important. And number 10, the the last and final step, uh, send the job offer. Once the tests are complete, it should be pretty clear who the best candidate is. In 100% of cases, uh, in my experience, the department manager and myself have always been aligned with the final decision. Uh, Once finalized, I send the excited applicant the job offer and begin the onboarding process, which is a a whole other animal. I'll probably um, discuss that in another episode. And that's it. I hope you found these 10 steps useful and good luck on making your next hire. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, If you have any comments, questions or suggestions, I would love to hear it. Uh, Don't forget to check out webforrealty.com and founderviews.com for more information. Talk to you later. Peace.